coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey guys, Paul and Tuss here. If it sounds a little different, because we're using a different microphone and we're actually recording in the Lash Closet today. So mm-hmm. let us know what you think. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you think. Hopefully it's not bad quality. That said, we're excited as always to be back. This one today is we're going to talk about actually just something simple that you can do to improve your customer experience. Because one of the things that we really feel that sets everyone apart, and I'm reading a book right now by that's really good called Sell or Be Sold. And the chapter I just read, he says, the biggest thing that you can separate yourself from everyone is customer service. Because there's always gonna be someone that's gonna be as good of a lash artist as you. But you can be the very best when it comes to doing a service that's outside the box of the normal and the average. And we've seen a lot of places, we've been places, and we've interviewed a lot of lash artists, and average is kind of the norm. That's what most people aim for, just to be just like the place they were at before. But you can do more. There's little things. So today we're going to give you one little thing. One little thing, and it is about keeping that eye hydrated and happy and moist while you're doing the lashes. Now you may think, why do I need to do that, right? We were never taught this way. I've never actually seen it being done. It's something new. It's something potentially scary because it involves putting an eye drop in the eye during the service. Do you have to tell the person? Isn't that going to make the lashes not retain? No, none of that. None of that mess. All it is is an upside. It is going to make the client's eye more comfortable during the service. And all you have to do is just put a little eye drop in. Now, the kind of eye drop that I'm talking about is one that you can get at any drugstore right now. Uh, CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, it is a preservative-free, individual-use eye drop. So it's not one that you would buy for yourself and put in your medicine cabinet. Or like a saline bottle. You see those giant bottles or something like that? Yeah, it's different than saline because it has a little component of a special mix of lipids in it, which mimic the tear film, right? Every time we blink, there are little glands, meibomium glands, that disperse this lipid-filled, lipid-rich tear film. And every time it blinks, it spreads over the eye. Now, we know that during the service, the eye... Uh, is not blinking and and sometimes the margins are parted or what we call the waterline, right? If they're parted, then moisture- You mean the eyes open a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's open just a little bit, right? And that's sometimes because the client, just when they rest, their eyes just open up, right? They don't actually, Mm -hmm. not every client closes their eyes fully. You guys know what I'm talking about. You can see, you can see the little whites of the eye. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying for those in the know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The eyes just parted just a little bit. And what happens during that is that- evaporation happens. Um, That tear film is not being distributed over the eye and the water loss is coming out. And it's not just the water, it's also those lipids, right? So during the service, many of you have have had it happen. If you've done lashes for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You'll be working on somebody's eye and you'll take a look and you'll see a, a nexus of red blood vessels forming at the base, right? A lot of times people think, oh, it's the fumes burning from the eye or it's the, I breached the water line or the pad, the gel pad is coming out or I've scratched the eye. A lot of this can be stopped just by making sure that the eye is closed. But what do you do? What do you do if you've been working and you see that little nexus of red vessels? Do you just freak out and stop the service? No, most of us don't. We just try to, in the beginning, I tried to pretend like it wasn't happening and just hopefully, you know, hopefully didn't say know anything. Either, but, yeah. you know, the next day they call <laughs> me like, oh my gosh, my eye is right. Okay, so here's a little uh, hint how you can stop that from happening, how you can mitigate that. And also, even if you're not causing somebody's eye to be red, how to increase the comfort during the service. 
all you have to do is just crack open one of those tiny little individual vials and during the service, just put that eye drop in. Now you don't have to say, you know, in the beginning, I just say, I'm just gonna put a little um, eye drop in just to keep you happy. They don't have to do anything. Don't make them open up their eye or anything like that because then they're anticipating it. When the eye is all taped up, you just part the lashes just a little bit and squeeze out a little bead so you can see a little bit of that ball of liquid coming out into the dispenser and just tap it right into the eye. And it's wonderful. It doesn't get into the work. Now, if you put it in wrong, it can get into the lashes, but that's not where you're going to put it. You're going to put it straight into the eyeball, right? So all you have to do is do that once and just say, I'm just going to put this eye drop in just to keep your eye happy during the service. And then just do it during the service. You don't have to say, now I'm going to put that eye drop in when they're sleeping. You just do it, right? Don't now, be afraid. Clients may be scared that you're putting something in their eye. Do you explain what it is? You I just say up? exactly what I just, just said. Just make your eye happy. And most clients yeah, are just totally fine with that. I'm just going to keep okay. your eye hydrated and happy. Okay. You know? Now, if you say, I'm going to put something in your eye, is that okay? No, yeah. don't do that. because Let me just share this. This is something we saw and we loved our staff, but they would be scared at first about it. And it's new. And you'll probably be scared the first time you do this. But confidence is the game here. Like if you do it, and say it with confidence, the client will trust that they're in the hands of a professional and just go with it. Mm -hmm. I think the more you ask for permission or you basically say things like, I'm doing this and you say it in a voice that's kind of weak, then they're going to be like, wait, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? There's going to be much more pushback. Let me point this out to you. When you tape up somebody's eye, you don't say, I'm going to put some tape on your eye. Is that okay? You know, is it okay if I, if I put this towel underneath your head? No, you don't do that. You just do it. Right. Yeah. And the client goes where you lead them. Right. So you're the beauty professional, you're the beauty right? professional. You're the professional. You're the one that knows. So don't be afraid of that. Right. So the other thing is, is that it just keeps the eye happy. It just, it cuts down on any kind of irritation that could possibly happen. Right. I want you to think of the eyeball kind of like intact skin, right? If you've got the skin on the back of the hand, if is intact, when you wash your hands or you get lemon juice on it, it, it doesn't sting. Right. But if you sanded the back of your hand and then you put some lemon juice on it, it would hurt. Right. Same thing with the eyeball. If the eyeball is dehydrated, Hydrated. If the glands aren't working properly, if it's not lubricating properly, the eye is going to feel gritty and burny and it's going to be more irritable during the service, right? Like if the clients had allergies and this kind of thing, you can see it in the eyeball. Just adding that hydrating drop makes the service more comfortable. If you've had clients that complain that it burns, that it stings, that the fumes, you know, all this kind of stuff, adding that hydrating drop just cuts down on that and makes it feel better. It's just more comforting. And they don't have to worry, again, the big concern, be like, oh, you're getting water on the lashes and it's going to wreck it. And if you followed us and listened to us before, we are quite fine rinsing lashes right in the middle of the appointment if you need to. Okay, that's true, right? It doesn't interfere with that. But if you don't believe me, that's fine. Just don't put it on the lashes. Yeah. Put it in the eyeball. Well, maybe here's an idea. One time, try putting on the lashes. Maybe with a friend or a model yeah. and just test it. See what happens and see if the lashes fall out early or if you find out, no, actually it doesn't make any difference. The truth is lashes fall out early. Retention's not good when the bond isn't good. If you don't have a solid bond, it's not going to be as strong. It's not going to retain. Even if you've been doing it the same way for years and years, there are ways to get a stronger bond. Maybe you just you just don't know about it, right? It's just the mechanics of the bond. If you are bonding something with the full strength of the mechanical, you know, the best mechanical fit possible, you're going to get more wear and tear. It has nothing to do with adding salt water, adding this oil later, that kind of stuff. I know 
probably a lot of you guys don't believe me on that, but I'm telling you. We actually truth. shot some video of video mm-hmm. on the oil. Tessney did one eye, full oil coated. She took a brush and painted the lashes with oil and then did the other side, left it normal, and she lashed both sides. And for the next two weeks, we had the person come back and we documented to see how the lashes were looking. And after two weeks, both sides yeah. were fine. See, a lot of people don't understand that cyanoacrylate can bond over oil. It can. Think about it. You know, in forensics, when uh, you're a police officer or a detective is pulling a fingerprint from something, when they're trying to decipher that uh, and make it more obvious, they put heated cyanoacrylate in a chamber, aerosolize it, and disperse it into the air so that it settles on to the ridges of the oil that's in the fingerprint. It binds to the oil. So it's not that it can't polymerize over the oil. It it still can. And the small amount that we're using, it still can bond over oil on on a hair. And if you don't believe me, try it. Yeah, always. That's the thing. Try everything we say, test what we say, and you'll be surprised more times than not. I think we're right. I think there's a lot of fear and like, Stuff that's just been repeated for parroted for last 15, 16 okay. years. And time to if you start don't, trying If you it. don't want to try an actual person, that's fine. Take a strip lash, that's coat true. it in some oil, and then take a classic lash or your, your volume and bond it over that dripping of oil, right? Try to use a little bit more than you normally would just so that you can prove to yourself like, oh my gosh, it really actually does And that's stick. the key. And then the difference between what you do and what other lash artists, many, some at least, is you use a little bit more glue. You create a little bit more surface area. You glue more of the surface yeah. area so that there's more places for it to connect. It's not just where I think a lot of times us – we saw this even with our staff when they started learning. They wanted to get the least amount of glue possible, and, and that's it's normal. it's true because you're learning and you're not that skilled with your fine motor movements, and, and lots of glue makes ugly lashes. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. But if you – glue or you uh, adhere more surface area and more bonding surface to the hair, you're going to get a stronger bond. I'm not saying that it has to look ugly. Of course, don't make it look ugly. No clumpy, junky lashes. (laughs) But (laughs) That's what I'll do if I do I want you to do just a thought process here, a thought experiment here. Take two popsicle sticks, right? Two sets of popsicle sticks. So you've got four total. On the first one, you're only going to put one tiny little drop at the base of those popsicle sticks and stick them together. Now they're going to stick together. They're going to dry. Now you're other two sticks, one of them I want you to take the glue and paint it on the entire popsicle stick. And you sandwich the other stick on top of it. And I'm not talking about it lots where it's squeezing out the side and looks really ugly. No, you just coat that whole thing. Now you dry it and you try to pull those sticks apart. Obviously, which one's going to be easier to pull apart? The one with the tiniest little dot there. That's, I want you to think about it, but that is what most people do with lashes. They use the smallest, tiniest contact point, maybe a millimeter right? And they're expecting that to withstand through washing and and brushing and all that, you know, putting moisturizer on the skin, all that kind of stuff. So it's not the act of putting on moisturizer. It's not the act of the water going on the lashes. You see them coming off because it's got such a small surface area that when you wash or rub or put some, you know, swipe a cream on, they're coming off. Right. But it's not because of those items, the presence of the water or the presence of the oil. It's the actual movement. It's the sheer force strength because it's such a small surface area that it can't withstand that. So what I'm saying to you guys is use more surface area, maybe change the way that you bond. Uh, that's or gonna... sign up for our course. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could do that. <laughs> we have that two too. seats right now left in uh, May 22nd, 23rd. Just a little shout out for that. Yeah. 
So, anyway, you got two tips in one. I just started out talking and wanting to talk about just well, hydrate the eye. Let me just ask real quick, just to make sure they understand. This is not saline, though. Or not saline, visine, like visine. We're That's not saying put visine in the eye. You don't want to use a visine during a lash service. A visine or anything that gets the red out, anything that constricts the blood vessels, you don't want that. You actually want more hydration. You want more blood flow to the area. You don't want anything to interrupt that. That's why if a client uses a visine after a service to get the red out, they will complain of more stinging and burning because they need the opposite. I mean, of course, if you're going to meet with the queen or you're going to have your portraits taken the next day, put the visine because you don't want to look like you're stoned, <laughs> right? <laughs> you don't want to have like red eyes, right? But if it's just for comfort, use a hydrating drop instead of the visine. Okay, cool. That was very easy. Yeah. And we slipped in some tips about our bonds. So that's yeah. very cool. So thank you, Tessney, for all that. Absolutely. And guys, real quickly, a couple announcements because obviously we usually do them at the beginning, but this is a shorter episode. So we saved them for the end. As you know, we have our Amazon gift card giveaway, a $200 Amazon gift card giveaway. All you need to do is write us a review, screenshot it, and email it to paul at lashcastpodcast.com. Also, we have our Lashcast Insider Club. This is the club you want to be part of because this is where you get all the deals and get all the news of what we're doing first. So, like everyone who signed up for our last or over our last allergy course saved $10 because they got a discount code for being on the Insider Club. The same will happen when LashCon tickets go on or when we have our, any webinars or anything else that we do. So you want to be part of that. Just go to link in the bio on our Instagram or the show notes. And also guys, we want to hear your stories. We want you on our podcast. So if you want to be on it, please email me at paul at lashcastpodcast.com and tell me what it's unique. Tell me something that our industry needs to hear about that you would like to talk about. And maybe we'll pick you to be on our podcast. And just lastly, LashCon tickets are coming up soon, guys. Sometime I'd say middle May is the goal. We're kind of waiting for a few things to settle down. COVID's going well. And once we really feel like things are in full swing and, and, and things are settled, then we are going to go ahead and get those ticket sales open. And our coaching program, guys, is going to be now looks like in June, just because LashCon is taking precedence. And then we'll come with you with that. And that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Beauty, Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Bye.